0: Welcome to the third episode of The Voice of the Youth. I am Adya and today we are here with Sophia David. She represented India in the UN Women Conference for Gender Equality. She is a TEDx speaker and an LGBTQ advocate who speaks for human rights. She holds a degree in mathematics with majors in English and psychology as well from the University of Cambridge, UK. In her spare time, she works as a voice actor for TV and radio. Thank you for joining us today, Ms. Sophia.
1: Thank you very, very much for having me. It's incredible that I'm having this conversation with you. I've been looking forward to doing this the entire week. Thank you.
0: We've been looking forward as well, as you're one of the leading activists for our generation today. I would like to ask you a few questions that are riddled on most minds in our generation. And I hope... (laughs) <laughs> that this goes well for everyone listening as well um, my first question to you will be what was your experience like what are your experiences when you first like realized your gender identity and how did the whole acceptance process go
1: I think there's no definite answer to that question uh, because coming out is a process Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a lifelong process for anybody who identifies as queer. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you come out to yourself first. And when I came out to myself, the emotions that I felt were mixed. I had varied emotions. Uh, I think the top emotion is that sense of relief that I don't have to feel the sense of shame or I don't have to hide myself anymore. Um, The second feeling, another positive feeling, is the sense of joy looking into the future, yes, as to, um, you know, I'm truly my authentic self. I can actually uh, work towards everything that I wanted, yes. Um, Another sad feeling that sort of stays with you is you mourn the loss of the person you were in the past because Mm -hmm. I I don't know if you know this when... um, transgender folks or non-binary folks who choose to change their names when they assume or when they take their new name, the old name and the old identity is considered dead. So you consider the old self dead, so you mourn that person. I think I was also feeling a huge amount of empathy towards that person for the struggle that they went through in the past. And you in a way sort of make a promise to them that you know going forward, it's not going to be as bad as it was, right? So it's very very promising, very very hopeful overall, um, a positive experience. And this is just you know coming out to yourself, right? The experience is very very different when you come out to your family members, your parents, in your workplace, in school, in universities with your classmates, and everybody else. That experience is very very different. But like I said right at the start, coming out is going to be a continuous process for anybody who identifies as queer.
0: Definitely. Would you say you felt a relief, like a sense of relief when you finally like realized your gender identity?
1: Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you've ever held your breath underwater for too long. And mm-hmm. when when that last gasp of air goes out and when you come out of the water, that sense of relief that you feel, that 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 sense of you know you feel alive, you know when you come out of that water, you when you when you you, you catch all that air, and in and you, you it's a very freeing experience overall. Yes, um, it's like
0: being able to breathe again.
1: Absolutely, it's exactly like being able to breathe again. Yes, uh, wow. while you're breathing you know i mean as you i mean while your body breathes your your spirit and the person that you are has always felt stifled and when you, when you come out that person and that soul that you are also starts to breathe uh, not just your body
0: i have no words that sounds amazing and i like to ask you another question where um Coming out in like an ethnically diverse, yet slightly orthodox society like ours today, how do you think adults like would react to teenagers, their teenage children, choosing a different gender identity than the one they were born with? And also, if the reaction is somewhat negative, how do you think it should change? I just want to know what your thoughts are on how they would currently react. And how they should react?
1: Oh, that's a layered question. I think (laughs) parents and adults, when they're raising children, they're constantly looking, they're constantly comparing how they were as children and how they were brought up and drawing parallels. And I always tell parents that it's an unfair comparison. Yes, your life experience as a child is very different compared to the life experience of your child. Yes, the challenges that you experienced as a child is going to be very different uh, compared to the challenges that your children will experience today. Yes, because the world has evolved, the world has moved on. So making that comparison is something that you need to stop. You need to adjust your lens and tell yourself that in today's world, while children have uh, the courage and the privilege to choose their gender identity, yes, and truly be themselves. Um, You know, the the challenges that they face because of that is going to be very, very different, yes? Um, Back in your day, yes, something like this was not very possible. There was a lot of taboo and stigma attached to it. Um, People attached um, a, 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 a no reason sense of shame to it, yes? Today, the children, uh, because of the sense of awareness that they have, because of the know-how that they have, um, they don't see shame in it, yes? They see uh, better, finer versions of themselves in it, yes? And if they don't see shame in it, I don't see a reason why you should see that, right? Um, I think one, one quick nugget that I, I want to give the parents is they are happier in their gender identity, yes? Uh, now it's your turn to be happy with them. Yes. And if you can do that, you will make the finest parents ever. And if you're not going to do that, you will be constantly locking horns with them. And you never know, you might even lose your child forever. And you don't want that.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it's who they are, right? It's who they're, they've they always been. And just I've always thought that if a person identifies as something... They would know themselves best, right? Like I've heard a lot of parents saying, I know my child. If this was true, then I would know first. I know better. What would you have to say to parents who make statements like that?
1: It sounds very grand to say, I know my child. And I think that's pure parental instinct to say that, right? But Mm -hmm. I'll have to disagree with the parent on that, because as much as you think you know the child, the way the child thinks, you know, the way the child is socialized, you know, outside the home environment, what the child Mm -hmm. goes through um, externally. Yes, obviously you're not with the child all the time. Uh, the child is processing a lot of information. The child is seeing a lot of things, hearing a lot of things, feeling a lot of things. And because of all the things that the child sees, hears and feels, the way we think is also going to be very different. Yes. Definitely. So, yeah, you cannot monopolize the child's thought by saying, I know you or I know my child. Yes that's in a way forcing your perspective and your worldview on the child. And that's a little unfair. Yes, as much as you want to believe that you know know the child, the child is different from what you think the child is. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, go ahead.
0: Oh no, it's all right. I I was just trying to agree with you. Like, I love your answer, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, what would be your advice to someone who's trying to figure out their gender identity or their sexual preferences? Because in our society, like, everything is still a little tabooed and, like, not talked about or, like, there is still a certain amount of shame attached to such things. And trying to figure out, like, or am I this or am I that? Like, how would you What would your advice be to someone trying to figure themselves out?
1: I think my advice would be a three-point advice. Number one, uh, read more, Okay, Bringing that awareness to yourself, being knowledgeable about what's out there is very, very important. And I say this purely from my own life experience. Up to a certain point Mm -hmm. in my life, within my childhood, I thought I was the only kid who felt what I felt, yes? and everybody else is normal, and I'm not normal, and I can't tell anybody about it, yes. Eventually, I found the internet, and eventually I read about, read about it, and I read books on it, and tried to understand it in my own way, tried to draw parallels between the book and my life experience, and, and then I realized that I'm not the only one, yes. So I would say read as much as you can. Being well-informed is going to be powerful, yes and the second thing that i'm going to tell is make sure you talk to as many people as you can there is a reason why we ask queer kids and queer folks to come out we want to build a sense of community yes telling them that that you're not alone with your struggle you're not alone with your battles and Allowing them to sort of having, allowing them to have those conversations with people within the community will only help them, will, um, you know, make them realize that they're not on their own. Isolation can distort brain atrophy. When I say that, what I mean is when you think you're alone, uh, the way your brain behaves is going to be very, very different. Yes. So... Have those conversations with folks within the community that will definitely help. And finally, the last one is there will be a lot of people who will tell you who will use the binary language of right and wrong. Yes, but Mm -hmm. always remember right and wrong is very relative. What is right for you may be wrong for somebody else, what's wrong for somebody else may be right for you. Yes, so always remember that right and wrong is relative. And even if people try to force that language on you, you know what is your right. What is right for yourself, right for your people, right for the community you want to belong
0: Okay. And as a follow-up question to that, when someone does come out and they lock horns, as you said, with their parents, right? Like, not every parent is going to be very accepting at first. So, what would be your advice to minimize such conflict?
1: Are you asking advice for the parent or advice for the person coming out?
0: Honestly, I think like either, whichever you feel is more helpful.
1: I think um, to the parent, my advice is listen to understand, don't listen to react. Yes, when I say that, what I mean is every time a child comes out More often than not, 9 out of 10, the reaction is this moral outburst, you know, wherein they sort of sit on this high chair and put the child down. And that is not going to help. And a reaction like that will stay or stain that child forever to the point that the next time the child wants to have a candid conversation, the child will count his, her or their words, the child will be mindful how much information to relay and the decisions that the child may make may not really involve your input. And if the child becomes like that, then you're, you're losing validity as a parent. You want to create an environment at home wherein you allow the child to be, you make sure the child is heard and you allow the child to live their life, yes? And that is very, very important, yes? Now, to the children or to folks who are coming out, the hard part for you is you will grow up faster than most um, cis-het kids, okay? Cisgender, uh, heterosexual kids, you will grow up faster uh, than most of those kids, okay? You need to understand that you're breaking a perception your parent had about you, okay? And that's going to be hard, okay? So you need to allow them to process it, yes? You need to show them the kindness that they need to process that feeling, right? So even if you get some bit of a backlash or a negative reaction, you need to tell them that they, they are feeling what they are feeling because they are experiencing loss, They thought their child is a certain way. And by coming out to them, they've lost that way, that perception they've had about that child. And this emotion that they're feeling is purely out of that sense of loss. So extend the kindness that you can and give them time. Be patient, basically. Be patient, basically, yes.
0: Wow, okay. And... So when people do come out, like after they come out in society, a lot of people start living life directly, like, like differently, I mean, sorry. And a lot of bold choices are made. Sometimes people start to transition or if they are like gay or lesbian, they start to like express themselves in different ways, maybe even like act different, be less like closed off about who they are. Right. So this would be what society now considers a bold choice, which could lead to a lot of backlash and like hate comments, both online and offline. And I've heard not only from your personal experience, but experiences of people around me that it makes one feel really left out and puts them in a place with really dark thoughts, even suicidal tendencies sometimes. So what would be your like advice or what would you want to say to someone in a situation like that right now?
1: I think somebody who has suicidal thoughts, number one, should um, seek help, right? They need to have conversations with a psychotherapist, a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Allow them to unpack and peel the feelings that they're experiencing, yes? And once they feel heard, they sort of move away from that thought of suicide, yes? But seeking that help is important. While, um, I mean, at least five or 10 years ago, there was a taboo around mental health and seeking psychiatric help. Today, that is sort of weaning away. Today, that, that, that is going away. So seeking that help is very, very important. And mm-hmm. making a bold choice is always a positive thing if it makes you feel stronger, if it makes you feel that you have the ability to brave the world better. It's always a positive thing, and society is a mere audience. They will never participate. Yes, they will. Uh, you're you're on stage and they are in the audience and they will cheer you and they will boo you, but they can never participate in your story. Your story is yours alone and you get to decide how you want to draft that story how you want to weave that story um they may say things that you may not like they may say things which are empowering you will take what's good and walk with that
0: i love the way your mind works like your perspective on life is just so refreshing like it makes me really happy
1: thank you thank you very much
0: so um, finally, I'd like to ask you, what would you recommend to either straight people or like anyone in a person's life who is coming out? Like suppose person X is coming out. What would you recommend to everyone else in their life about like the place they are in currently and how should they approach slash react? Like what would your general advice be?
1: Yeah. Um. You need to understand their life construct. They've been carrying this with them for a very long time. Yes, they've been hiding this for a very long time. They have a lot of negative feelings attached to it. So if this person X is coming out to you, you need to understand that this person X trusts you and you're carrying a burden has the same burden that they carried all their life. Now you will also shoulder the same burden. So first thing that you need to know as an ally is if somebody comes out to you, that is their story to tell. It's never your story to tell. So you need to, whatever feelings you have, whoever you want to talk, whoever you want to talk to about it, it has to be this, the person coming out itself. It cannot be a third person, right? So remember that they are trusting you with it and you're carrying that burden, yes? Second, please understand that um, their life experience is not like your life experience. So you have a lot to you know, empathize with. You have a lot to um, feel for for that person, right? So listen as much as you can. And the last one is offer help. Ask them, what can I do, yes? major or minor for you? What can I do in terms of big or small to make this journey easier? Yes, because when an ally extends help, you're also extending acceptance. You know, you're also being, you're also saying LGBTQ plus rights are human rights. Okay, and that is important. And they feel validated. They move from being othered to being validated which is a very, very important feeling, a very, very redeeming feeling. And more importantly, they don't feel lonely anymore because they have someone to confide. They have someone who they know cares for them. And suddenly, they see value in their lives through the eyes of others.
0: Okay, That was a very enlightening answer, like the rest of this conversation, honestly. And I would just like to thank you again for joining us today. Um, That was one of the most information-packed, enlightening conversations I have had in a while. And I'm sure it's going to help anyone who listens to this today.
1: Absolute joy to be a part of this conversation. Uh, Gender identity is who you're born with. Sexual orientation is who you're born with. Yes, but choosing to live the life that you want, that is still a choice. Yes, being your authentic self is still your, still a choice. I wanna extend my gratitude to this particular group. Yes, um, and for the work that you do. Yes, I really, really hope that this um, experiential educational piece um, answers a lot of questions that most folks have about the queer community. Absolute pleasure doing this for you and with you.
0: (laughs) And to anyone who's listening right now, I hope this podcast helped you. I hope listening to this podcast helped you realize that you are not alone. You are supported and you are loved and you can always reach out to either Wevolve organization or me personally. My name is Adia and my Instagram will be linked below. Thank you for listening today and I hope you have a wonderful day.